you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, everybody. Big news that we're excited to share with you on Friday. We are launching the Around the NFL Twitter show. It's a live program that you could catch at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. over in the U.K. So you got a little lunch hour uh, in the West Coast, on the East Coast, a happy hour, and yeah, uh, some cocktails late at night over in the U.K. We're excited for you to check it out. This pandemic's been great for, you know, connecting with people around you. How about connect with us? You know, get on your phone. Send, send us questions. Yeah, you I see it. Spend enough nothing, time with your family. It's, it's just nothing short of an, of an internet um, a tornado coming at you. And why would you want to miss that? You'd want to be, you'd want to be witnessing that. <laughs> well, it's going to be more visual. And that's not to say you can see us, but there's going to be memes, social video you can tell us which guests you want on i mean it's going to be interactive sounds fun it's the only way to see or hear from us on friday will be our only show so check it out the around the nfl twitter show 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern 9 p.m in the uk can't wait now let's get to the show the around the nfl podcast wait this isn't how it all ends right Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm coming to you from a city filled with heroes in bunkers. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. Hi. And this is a special week. we got a lot of guests, and uh, this person's not even really a guest. She's part of the family. She's one of the heroes, and uh, for the first time ever... I mean, how special is this guest? Not a guest, actually a member of the family. She's got her own sanctioned theme song uh, from a contest that lasted weeks and came down with one winner. So introducing on the Around the NFL podcast for the first time with her theme music, Connie Fox. Crank that up. Turn that up in my headphones. There's a wolf, there's a wolf, there's a wolf, 
can't blow your house down. There's a wolf, ay. there's a wolf, ay. there's a wolf. Ay. Can't blow your house down. Don't mess with her. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nah, nah. Don't do it. Stupid. Don't mess with her. Don't do it. Nah. Don't do it. Nah, nah. Don't do it. Stupid. Connie. We could keep it going. We could just do that. The whole show could just be that. That's fine. Hello. What is up? There she is. Welcome back to the show. How you been? How you holding up? I know you're doing a lot of puzzle work. Obviously, you and Gonzo are doing um, some improv work and some on camera work together. I'm enjoying that. You got a lot cooking, it seems like, in uh, Connie Fox headquarters. Yeah. Well, um, I just finished a slice of lemon ricotta cake. Um, I've to date now done a pineapple upside down cake, a brownie cheesecake, the lemon ricotta cake. I think a pie is next. I've been puzzling. And then Mm. the network put a camera at the house because I think they know that if they don't keep me busy, (laughs) that I will continue to post like increasingly more concerning content. So I think it's just a safeguard for everyone. Hmm. They're keeping you busy, too, on the network side. You're all over uh, the television during these times. How about that? Yeah, I did a little total access today. In fact, I've been doing total access on Thursday and Friday, a little mock draft live on Tuesday. Who knows what's next? Mm. How I have that upside. How intrusive is that home cam? Does it watch you while you sleep? Well, they told me that I can't turn it off, um, which is concerning. <laughs> That's how they get you. So That's how they get you. I currently hang have a, a shirt. Over it. Over yeah. it, yeah, I have a T-shirt over it, and then I've disconnected the audio like twenty-seven different ways. So for now, it's okay. You, however, you didn't leave. You go ahead. However, uh, Rhett Lewis also has a home cam at his house, and he informed me that there was nowhere else to put it except for his bedroom. So that is not <laughs> no. where mine is. <laughs> and are we absolutely certain that there's only one? cam that was set up i mean how closely did we watch this i right now it's to be believed there is only one but this is a crazy mixed up world so who knows there was a movie that came out in like 1992 starring sharon stone and one of the baldwin brothers i believe it was billy billy baldwin who a lot of people don't remember billy uh called sliver uh that was about uh, a lot of cameras being set up in someone's house without their knowledge so just you know a radar th- a situation for you Side note, I actually had the uh, soundtrack to Sliver. <laughs> which well, was, that had the I, UB40 song on it, didn't it? Yeah, uh, there was one or two. It, it, was, it was dragged down by 90% of it being completely uh, the opposite of memorable. I don't know how it was I love that a, you had the Sliver soundtrack. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it actually gotta, had the cover of Can't Help Fallin' in Love on it by, the UB4, by, by UB40. Which, which I think made its way onto a number of... Um, totally ill-fated mixtapes that I made for, like, ninth-grade girls. Terrible. We, and I was which, also a ninth-grade, just to be clear about that. Which came up on the Throwback Podcast, <laughs> your last appearance, where we went through Mark Sessler mixtape favorites. So dig that up out of the archives if you want to learn more about Mark's romantic journey uh, that Ooh. led him to the beautiful Simone Sessler. You, good call. Uh, UB40, Can't Help Falling in Love, is on the Sliver soundtrack. Wow. It, yep. A movie whose tagline was like, hey, remember seeing Sharon Stone naked in Basic Instinct? You'll love this one. It's the next one, and she's naked again. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so Colleen, so great to have you here. It's like a family reunion, especially it is. Uh, given the, given the times. And I think we talked about it on this show, or who knows, maybe it was on our um, our uh, tw- uh, text group, which is uh, labeled ATN bastards, labeled by One Colleen months ago. Um, that our hangout the Friday before everything got locked down. Has, has functionally served as the last time any of us had any type of social connection. So uh, to get us all get back together again, it feels good. It's great. That was like the last supper of like happy hours. So here we are. <laughs> I got like a, a bit of a potpourri for the show today. I think we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, we're going to um, get caught up on with everyone in quarantine. Let's go around the group. Uh, Ricky, uh, you included a kind of quarantine Mount Rushmore. If you had to pick four people uh, to be locked down with shelter in place, can't be loved ones, must be living, and at least one of the four people has to be an NFL figure. I'm just curious what you guys are going to come up with with your list. My list is pretty incredible, and I, I, I'd like to see anybody try to beat it. Define uh, loved one. Can it be like people you know? or No, no? friends. No, no friends. Fr- anyone that you I already consider asked someone close, like an intimate person like for you for instance jeselnik couldn't be on your group couldn't be like grover from tybee island Got i don't i don't I mean, know it could I, don't, be, I could pick I grover know. from tybee yeah yes. i was gonna say i yes. could take grover. exactly okay exactly and they can't be dead None either of us, we can't steal lakeisha from wes is what you're saying you, that too, would be a fight feels too intimate at this point um <laughs> and uh uh, also, we're going to get caught up on the news with another 2020 flash with Mark Sessler. Uh, and um, before that, and Wes has something he has to get off his chest. I can't wait for that. We're going to save that for the end of the show. <laughs> What's on Wes's radar? Uh, but before that, Colleen, when we were uh, chatting in text, you and I earlier this week, you had uh, mentioned something that had um, started to evolve out of your inner self over the time of this lockdown. You want to explain a little bit to the audience? Well, I I texted Dan and I said, is it weird that I'm starting to have feelings for Andrew Cuomo? And I don't think that that is necessarily original (laughs) at this point. I think other people are feeling that as well. Mm. But it's almost like an Andrew Anthony duo that has evolved in my life of Andrew Cuomo and Anthony Fauci. Uh, two guys who I would have previously never really looked uh, looked twice at, and now they have mm. really just uh, invaded my living room, and I feel like they're here almost every day. And so, it's yeah, I'm an, having some weird feelings. It's not an invasion if they're welcome. You're just opening the door right, right up for them. Mm. Not yeah, a great there, look for, for Chris Cuomo, I mean, who looks very much like Andrew Cuomo, who's on television um, prominently also and, and left out of your love interest pool. Well, I'm I'm feeling a little bad for Chris right now because he's quarantined in his basement with the virus. He's got the Rona, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Rona. So it's been uh, my feelings have been more directed towards uh, the leader of New York Hmm. right now. Although, you know, the continued disrespect of our governor, Gavin Newsom. I mean, if you're going to central (laughs) casting for like a hot governor um, who didn't make maybe as many mistakes as as Cuomo. Is that, I mean, Newsom. That's is that true. who you're catching feelings for, Greg? Yeah, I think I'm going Newsom. <laughs> Big fan. Wait, let me Google him. I want to get a good look at him now. Good looking man. Oh, come on. You don't know what our governor... I mean, he's he's been on top of No, this. I mean, it's time to take a good look at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Hello. <laughs> Damn, he's 6'3", too. Greg. Ooh. Seems like he'd be like a city official in like one of the Batman films, basically. Greg, like, you and Newsom would be such a great t- uh, couple. <laughs> 
Because he's, he's that hulking <laughs> Goliath, and he'd be on his arm. Anyway, that's President good. Newsom. That's, uh, that's who we're catching feelings for during the lockdown. And now it's that time, a 2020 flash with Mark Minko. Thank you, D-Man. Will the NFL draft be undone by a gaggle of Luddites? With April's draft just weeks away and set to operate remotely, Adam Schefter reports certain coaches and front office staffers are reluctant to have faceless tech nerds in their home while the coronavirus does its thing. A point of view not shared by the D-man, who loves when strangers enter his living space for casual small talk, fellowship over a potluck supper, and maybe just see what the night leads to. Right, D-man? Just read the news, you jerk. Meanwhile, Bengals coach Zach Taylor says all options are on the table when it comes to ex-starting quarterback Andy Dalton. The glowing ginger man has other thoughts, though, with one Bengals insider telling us that Dalton wants to start elsewhere under a new contract that would allow, in quotes, dead presidents to rain down from every room in the house. It's a workplace tactic made popular by our very own Tiny Box, who currently makes more than every staffer on this show combined, times six, while doing puzzles with a man in the bathrobe. Colts runner Naheem Hines is expected to get plenty more action this upcoming autumn for the Athletic. Not the case for the D-man following his better half soft reboot in a household adrift with big toddler energy. Keep reading. In Hollywood, is Jets quarterback Sam Darnold about to follow in the footsteps of Broadway Joe? Darnold's name has been discussed for a lead role in the much-anticipated follow-up to Y2K's indie hit Chocolat with a working title of Chocolat Overdrive. The role would require Darnold to learn French from scratch and tumble into a heated love triangle with 56-year-old Juliette Binoche and 85-year-old Judy Dench. Not a problem for Darnold, according to Hollywood power agent Brian Lord, noting Darnold has been, in quotes, a huge Dench guy for years and doesn't see age when looking at a female's overall makeup. We know the D-man is happy for Sam, but at the same time, turning green with envy after spending the better half of 2006 founding the Dench Boys, a members-only fan club dedicated to tracking Dench's many on and off-screen love affairs with reports every 20 minutes on a very slow news day. This is Mark Sessler with your 2020 sports update. Thanks, Meek Man. <laughs> Little concerned One, about what happened to Meek Man. Shots fired at me. We... <laughs> What's that? I'm, there's a body bag on the floor and I'm in it. <laughs> I Yeah, I am a little concerned. You know, we launched the 2020 Flash in honor of w, WFAN and the Mink Man, who is the best 2020 guy, and he gets canned days later. Uh, a little bit of a correlation. Uh, I'm a little worried about that. I mean, I'd go down the Jameis Winston route and just say, you know, I take it as a compliment. But yeah. I, I don't feel good about what Kudos. happened because it was someone like he was embedded in Kudos my childhood, you. you know? Yeah. A great man. So uh, one, one bit of news that the McMahon did miss and we haven't been yeah, getting yeah. enough. We haven't been getting a lot of news uh, on the bow ringer front. So I, I figured it's time to just um, morph things a little bit here. Uh, let's catch up with a friend we haven't heard from a lot lately. And now another edition of Sipping on Vino. Checking on Gino. Yeah, it's, it's our new program where we check in on Gino Smith, Greg's favorite uh, football player of all time, the West Virginia product, former second round pick of the New York Jets, who was in the news 
maybe not his fault that he was in the news. He got dragged into the news cycle by his old head coach, Rex Ryan, who on ESPN uh, decided to take shots at his former quarterback. Here's what Rex had to say. Let's give him somebody else. Let's give him Geno Smith. Let's give him uh, whoever. And let's let's see how many uh, Super Bowls he would have won. Gino then shot back on Twitter. My mama never liked dude. He'd been a snake and y'all glorify it. Should have got fired after year one. Truth is, we won eight games in 2013 after ESPN had us winning two and he got his job back. Somehow I'm caught up in the feud and I'm the scapegoat. Same guy that drafted me. Hashtag the business. Geno Smith unemployed as of this time. Uh, Rex Ryan out of football on the sideline and making noise. Greg, your thoughts on your boy, Geno Smith. Hmm. I mean, Rex seems to be projecting here. Yeah. You know, he, he was expected to be this great head coach. He fizzled out. He's an under 500 coach. He was expected to be a big time uh, analyst. That doesn't seem to be going that well. Now he's taking shots at Gino, who really did uh, get Rex Ryan paid an extra year. If Gino Smith didn't win those games in December of 2013, Rex would have oh, blown it in 2014. <laughs> here we go again with what, uh, Greg talking about uh, Gino's 2013 December. I mean, is it is it a fact or not? Those jobs saved Nobody Rex remembers. Ryan. Yeah, those those games saved them. The calendar yeah, on Greg's Mount Rushmore house is just <laughs> December 2013 with Geno sitting right next to him. And this is the same Rex who uh, referred to Amari Cooper as a turd uh, after right. Cooper signed his deal. I think what's happening here with Rex is either he now realizes he's never going to be a, a head coach again and he doesn't want to take an assistant job, so he's now – putting on the FU shades and deciding just to blow people up to get as much much notoriety as possible. Um, I kind of get the vibe that's where he's at now. And uh, I don't know. When these things are forced, they very rarely work. So It, I, it feels said it very well. desperate. Claybon said, give the Patriots Rex Ryan and see, see how that would have gone in 2000. Well, <laughs> let me interject here as someone who traveled along the uh, Italian and Germanic countrysides with Rex Ryan in and has spent plenty of time along with you guys working with his brother. I couldn't disagree more. I think he's correct in what he's said. Um, his, his analysis is spot on, and I hope to hear more. <laughs> I like that. And <laughs> let it never be forgotten, Greg, that in January 2011, Rex Ryan went up to Foxborough mm. and won a playoff game. I mean, Geno Smith's been involved with a lot more winning playoff games over the last few years than Rex Ryan. He's still in the league. Define involved. I mean, he's the backup quarterback. When Russell Point Wilson clip. needs help, when Phillip Rivers needs help, they know where to go. They go to Geno. Uh, yes, Geno's still unemployed, but we will be tracking it in our new segment. And that was another edition of Sipping on Vino, Checking on Geno. That segment has legs. I could see I'll see many more chapters to come, I would imagine, over the next couple months. I mean, the thing with keeping up with Bo Ranger, which is one of my favorite when I was doing but that's the, uh, your guy. Gino's my guy. So you go go pick another one of your guys. No, I mean, I, I, I think that it's don't you like the idea of a segment that keeps Gino on the show in some capacity? I mean, not not if he's going to be mocked, you know, the <laughs> dignity of Gino. He's very relevant. So it makes sense. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do some. Let's have some more fun. It's a it's a uh, a slow news day in the NFL, so let's do it. Quarantine Mount Rushmore. Pick four people. Cannot be loved ones. Cannot be family. Uh, who would be your optimal people to shelter in place with for weeks slash months? Is this going to be months? 
Is it already months? What what is time? We we're hitting twenty eight <laughs> days tomorrow because that first Friday was the first bunker cast. Um, it was also the first day schools were out, so that's twenty eight days as of tomorrow. Mm, twenty eight days later. Anyway, of the four, at least one must be an NFL figure. So, uh, Connie, why don't we start again with you? I'm very interested to hear uh, what oh. your quadrant okay. would be. All right, so I'm giving all four right now. Yeah, let it rip. Okay. Uh, This was very difficult. I had many questions about it in terms of could we have somebody who is dead uh, uh, in quarantine with us? Not actively dead, obviously, but somebody from the past. Bring them back. That is not okay. So here are my four. I'm going to go with Michelle Obama because she's incredibly relatable, intelligent, inspiring, great conversationalist. Also, I want to know all the details about what actually happened at the White House and all the global drama that happened. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I would be able to get some of that in quarantine, plus the extension of a Barack Obama FaceTime. It just feels like that would be great. And I'd sign an NDA. No problem. Okay, Okay, I like that. Michelle Obama. And then my (laughs) NFL figure is Mark Ingram because... I just love him. He seems both chill and fun at the same time, and I feel like he would be a great hang. Every time I've ever interviewed him, he is super easy to talk to, and it just feels like no matter what group you have assembled, he would be perfect to just drop in. And there's a good example that Mark could not uh, select Mark Ingram because they are friends, whereas Colleen does not have a personal (laughs) relationship, so she could select him. That's my status update on on. Where, where things stand between me and Mark Ingram. I'm not sure he Best friends. has any idea who I am at this point, but I'm hoping so. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to go with Tina Fey because obviously, mm. obviously she's hilarious and bright and she's from Philly. So that appeals to me. And it's somebody you know who you I just, do You it. took one of mine. You took oh, one of mine. Oh, so wow. off your board. Sorry. That's okay, though. She is no, somebody okay. that she's I got can, her. She's someone I could do improv with, so then I'm ready to take that class oh, that would be with fun. Ricky. You should do improv. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna brush up on my skills with Tina Fey. Yeah, you so should I just do want it. her. You should, you should this is my favorite, like not even under the radar feud between <laughs> Erica and Colleen about the improv class that went sideways that I Colleen. signed up for because Colleen said she was picking the same you one. You were gonna got... sign up anyway. You're so full of shits Creek. It's ridiculous. I'm pushing you to your (laughs) ultimate potential, Ricky. I'm just trying to get you there. Didn't you guys smooth this over with like a spa day? Didn't I suggest that? And then you fell through on it? No, yeah, we fell through. It fell through. Yeah, I have a Groupon and um, I I can't use it on um, (laughs) On holiday weekends. Yeah, so anyway, (laughs) I don't know what happened. It's a shocker Colleen Uh, didn't prioritize that quality time with Erica. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right. My last. She would have done the spa with MJ Acosta. <laughs> Listen, I was going to go to the spa with Erica. In fact, I texted her and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Emma's birthday. We should definitely go to the spa together and take pictures and send them to Emma." But as it turns out, it was Emma, my niece's, my goddaughter's birthday, and not Emma, okay. the second right, half of the next? broadcast. Uh, yeah. Who, uh, Quest who, love. Next. Gonna go Quest with Quest Love. Good. More Philly. Uh, like He's yes, also Philly. He's been doing like all of these amazing sets during uh, the lockdown. So I've always wanted to learn the drums and I feel like bring bring your tables and we'll all hang out and play great music and do improv together. It'll be awesome. Ooh, that's that's a good one. That's a great. And who's your NFL player? Ingram. 
Oh, Ingram. Okay, good. All right. That's a nice, nice foursome. I like I know. that. Mm-hmm. Got to be right. well-rounded. All right. Uh, Greg, you're up. Someone else go, you know. Oh, my God. All right. Mark, you're up. <laughs> All right. Um, I also struggle with this a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go with some people that have made me think. Uh, you're struggling a lot today, Mark. Huh? I am. I would say this has been, a from me, a D-minus D performance, and that's being generous. I want to pull um, back the curtain a little bit. Mark is the most punctual member of the Around the NFL podcast. I'm on the other side of that, probably. Um, and when Mark sends us a text 20 minutes before showtime saying he needs extra time, you know something. There's a war zone going on at the rented pad. Yeah, well, the skinny on that was, um, you know, my my wife is trying to work full time right now. And she was on a, a, I believe, a call or something. And I have two boys under the age of 10 that needed to go um, to the bathroom and not the easier way, but the harder option there at the same time. And one would not let the other into the room and was using like taking 25 minutes, washing his hands while I was trying to teach child number two how to squeeze your butt cheeks. So, you know, a gigantic (laughs) issue doesn't happen. It's a life skill, but, you know, that was happening at about two minutes before we were meant to be signing on. It's not always glamorous, this, this parent life. It is you not. Um, I'm glad I never had that conversation with my dad. Hey, listen, Squeeze your butt it. cheeks, son. <laughs> Don't act like you've never done it. All right, All right here we go, go for the quarantine uh, foursome, fivesome, I guess. Um, number one, I'm going to go Alec Baldwin because I've always liked Baldwin. <laughs> 30 Rock on fire. Yeah, but Baldwin, I mean, if you've been watching his live Instagram um, – updates which you know i always get him like i'm gonna watch like 12 seconds of this but like five minutes later i'm like i have no idea what he's talking about uh he seems to be i don't want to suggest that he's on a substance but in a natural high of some sort and not operating in reality and he also looks like he hasn't slept uh or done anything healthy in about four or five months and the whole thing is just very appealing to me um and so he i think he could add some gravitas to the room i'm mixing it up it's male female i don't want all all guys, you know, stuck together for four or five months. So number oh, we two, knew you'd have females in the mix. All right. Well, I like it. Like, let's get some different personalities and vibes in there. Number two, Gail Godot, because uh, I got to tell you oh, something. I would, yeah. Here's what I do. I would put you her in the why. corner after her little Imagine song, which I think deliciously went totally sideways. Yeah. She had to sit in a chair in a corner for the first like 10 days. And she we would just be able to, you know. We could give her little pe- pe- like plates of food or something, but she learned to live like the. I love Greg's face right now; he's appalled. But um, I, she would learn to live like the re- like the common she's people. Being she punished? seems to be preaching. You're punishing to, her. Yeah, she's a. She's that seems like a bad. tough way to start out. On the, That's, you know. She's been very bad, and she'll just sit in the corner. Um, I, I think it's kind of hot. I don't know. Well, and then so the third person, because you're gonna say this is my NFL figure, and you're gonna say, oh, you know this person. But I've worked with this person for um, o- over a decade at this point, and the person has no ex- ex- idea that I exist in the same uh, employment or workspace as him. That's Michael Irvin, who I know uh, Colleen could not pick. <laughs> She's close with. But an absolute, and I don't know anything about him other than what I see on screen, you've got to bring a wild card in. And to me, he is an absolute total wild card in a locked-in space, and I want to see what he would come up with over the course of the next 28 d- days. And my fourth person, um, you know, along the lines of the show that Erica watched, I still think that the, the last show that I'm a completist on before all this mess happened was Love, and, Love is Blind. And I'm going Gianna from Love is Blind because I've been tracking her Instagram. <laughs> and I find her to be also... Such a pre-COVID um, pick. 
Yeah, and she, well, she also, if you watch her Instagram feed, she seems to, although, you know, someone's writing some sort of message from her, have no idea that the, a pandemic exists. She's out about her <laughs> garden, like, in a $4,000 dress. She's doing her hair. She's eating, like, $6,000 cupcakes. Like, I, it's, it's while, while, also, while a nice break from the mess, at the same time, I'm slightly appalled with her. So and I consider her only, maybe one of the few people that's a bigger wild card than Urban. So you could put mm. all those people together, and I just would be enjoying uh, the sights and sounds. That's a delicious. Will stew. she? So you, will she also be punished? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not in that scene. And Gail Godot, you know, has a chance to uh, repent for what she's done <laughs> to the country. So you you chose two women that you specifically have some animosity towards, but also attraction is. <laughs> well, animosity for sure. I mean that, but fleeting animosity. Does Gail stay in the underground soundproof basement, or does she go? She's up in and the down same throughout? room with us, but she's in a, she's in the corner in like an uncomfortable chair, and she's not allowed to move. <laughs> All right, Chris Wesley. Well, let's start with the football figure. Okay, we're going Ricky Williams. Ooh, mm. I like that. Traveler, soul searcher, wanderer, nonconformist, and sort of in the Gal Jadot vein. If he acts up, we just stick a football helmet on him and put him in the corner. <laughs> I, th- I think he might have had a line in the Imagine song. I have to rewatch that. He might have. Um, and, you know, we're going to start our franchise with a Marco Polo type of figure. I need somebody who's gone to the four corners of the earth and can regale us with stories. And since I can't have Anthony Bourdain rest in peace, I'm picking... Argentinian chef Francis Malman, who is actually the most interesting man in the world. Uh, if you ever seen Chef's Table on Netflix, he's on there. He has, we're going to be quarantined, quarantined at his lakeside hacienda nice. in the mountains of Patagonia, right by a lake. So we're going to have that ambiance going. And I said he's a chef, so he works with fire, he works with water, um, and he always has the best ambiance. So we're going to start there. That, that's our first two picks. Then we go Issa Rae from HBO's Insecure. Nice pick. And Keisha and I are simpatico on my female picks. We're also going to go with Chrissy Teigen, mm. who uh, uh, has chef abilities of her own, is funny, um, and not bad she, to look at. She might be a little much to handle in a quarantine situation. Well, she can wear Ricky's football helmet in the corner. <laughs> Wes, your list is like shockingly similar to the people that I almost had on mine, which is crazy. I Bourdain was the one I was asking about whether or not we mm. could have somebody dead on the list. Chrissy Teigen and Issa Rae were right there, but didn't make the cut eventually. I love your list. I think it's great. Well, That's you good. can you can hang out with us as soon as the quarantine is over. Done. <laughs> um, all right. I will uh, throw out mine. I wanted to hit different like areas of because there's a lot of this is about time killing, obviously. Um, the NFL figure, I'll start there. Also, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I'll give a shout out to Neil Reynolds uh, because, Neil, I have uh, documented evidence that Neil um, had an amazing time with Fitzpatrick, who was very down to earth and easy to talk to and had uh, some interesting interests. Maybe we go down to a water hole. Maybe I'm maybe I'm locked down at, at his pad, but too many kids there. Maybe I'll send the kids to California and just will be me, Ryan and my other two people at his house. Is that cruel? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Not in this situation. Okay. Uh, I want to have a fun, somebody funny. So I'm going to go with Bill Hader. He seems like super down to earth and um, 
I think he's one of the funniest guys um, in show business, the business of show, and just seems like a down-to-earth guy. That's important. I want down-to-earth people, and I, but I want a rock star. Who's the most down-to-earth rock star? Dave Grohl. Give me Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. That dude has stories to tell. That's a big part of this, too. I want to talk to people that have lived the life uh, you like know, Wes. Grohl is really big into barbecue now. He's he, got, like, multiple big green eggs. He's, all, he's always smoking and grilling. He's yeah, on the West, circuit. West, uh, meat plants are shutting down at the at the moment. So you, you better can barbecue you better buy anything. that meat up right now. You Rich can people can get anything they want. want. <laughs> the, the amount of money that we have inside uh, the bank accounts, we will get meat, uh, Mark. And uh, finally, you know, I was going to go Tina Fey, uh, but Colleen, you drafted her, so I'm going to go. Tina Fey adjacent on some level, stay in the NBC family. I'll go with Jenna Fisher. I love The Office, mm. love to binge The Office. She's uh, another very cool down-to-earth person who I feel like we would uh, hit it off, maybe a Jim Pam type vibe. So Jenna Fisher, Pam from The Office is my fourth. So Hater, Grohl, Fisher, Fitzpatrick. Mm. I'm sure Emily would be absolutely thrilled with the uh, tail end of that list there. No, no issues, <laughs> uh, no problems over the course of a five or six month you know, locked in. I lock in. Do you ever you go have, lock in when you, you have in? you have an actress chained to your basement? Radiator. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm not one of the I stranger mean, moments <laughs> in our podcast history. Is Goodell, Goodell, and the. Corn. I just assume I come out into a completely new world and, and, and family structure and everything else. So I'm just assuming that. Uh, I feel like Fisher is somewhat unassuming. I don't know if Emily would be uh, messed up with that, but what, maybe she is. Greg, is it? Are you ready now? Sure, sure. Okay. Wes got me uh, thinking. You do need someone. Um, Ideally, that's like a great a great cook. So I'm gonna. I know, go, and, and Grohl bailed me out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Padma from Top Chef. If you're familiar, there you with go. Her she work. was on my list. Good choice. Uh, good choice. It's just it's just a strong choice and, and a great cook. I'm, I want musicians because I just want that. I want some entertainment. I want some personality. I'm going Lucinda Williams to play some guitar. I'm going Megan the Stallion. Uh, I just think she'd add a lot of uh, life to the party. And then I'm wrapping it up back with Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't we answer this question like a week ago? It's just like me and Teddy uh, hanging out with our three ladies and we're chilling. (laughs) So Padma, Lucinda, Megan and Teddy. Yeah. All right. You're going to talk to him about his little issue with air yards per attempt. I'm I'm flying. (laughs) We're not talking any football. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ricky, Ricky, close it out. All right. So, first off, I have... This was tough. I had to go between um, Taylor Swift and Justin Timberlake. But I ended up going with Taylor Swift for music just because... Smart choice. Yeah, just because we can hang out. And, like, I just feel like she's super cool. And I'd love to see, beso- like, behind the whole... Sort of like the Tom Brady facade. Like, what's what's she really like? Mm-hmm. Um, for the funny option, I want to hang out with Kate McKinnon. So, if she was hanging out, we could just do... We could just improv skits together all day long. And Finally, be, you'll have you'll have a blonde partner that you finally that I can count on that has to stay in my house. Um, so that'll be great. And then also, I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to just like tell to tell me like bedtime stories of just like how the world was created, and he could like I could just think of the funniest sketches with like Kate McKinnon, Taylor Swift on her guitar, and Neil deGrasse Tyson like um, you know like narrating. <laughs> Us doing simple tasks. And then my NFL figure. Oh, is, Neil will put you to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like make me smarter. And I really am interested in that. Like his, the way that he does planet Earth is so great. You if could he does read that. books. No, that, I don't have time for that. Uh-oh. Um, 
No, I do. I do like reading, but uh, I think he'd be cool to hang out with. And then, lastly, my NFL figure is Matt Ryan. And Whoa. I know such a shocker out of left field, but I did an interview with him uh, for Super Bowl with Sheck two years ago. Single-handedly, the nicest NFL player I have ever met. Like, took the time to talk to us who was there, like the the little people on the side, not the interview. He was like, "Oh, how's your day going?" Like, "Oh, it's early." Like, made conversation, was super sweet. S- like, took me aback at how nice he was. So. I would take my gamble with that. You know what's interesting about that choice, Matt Ryan? There's a flip side of that coin. He is known as one of the meanest SOBs on the field in game mm-hmm. action. And he's very he's known to be very hard on teammates who, who uh, go on the wrong side of him if they make a mistake or some type of mental error. So here's the only concern there. You got the nice guy that's doing the interviews on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Right. What if the real Matt Ryan is closer to the guy on the field? <laughs> And you're, like, trapped in the house with, like, a psychopath. Yeah, but, like, Taylor Swift can beat him over the head with her guitar. Your description for Taylor was, like, I want to see what she's really like. Like, for this exercise, I don't want anyone who you're finding out what they're really like. I don't don't, know. You have a lot of gambles. In your quarantine. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of risk. It's Me, a yeah, bust. Are you kidding me? You literally just... Who was? Who did you say? Megan the Stallion, Greg? Like, is who she you... seems very nice. She yeah, seems... but you don't Well, my know. real answer would be yeah. no one, of course. I mean, but, the, the real choice would be I would rather be by myself. We're not a game. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's the obvious one. To Erica's, to Erica's point, we're going to get to know these actual people, mm-hmm. uh, all of them. I mean, it's it's going to be a bit of a coin flip how they turn out. Of all the people we mentioned, if this actually happened, when we all reconvened on the other side, I'm sure um, more than one of us would have a story of being deeply disappointed by one mm-hmm. of our choices. That's just oh that's no just doubt. Life. That's just that's life. sad. And Mark is Mark's going to jail as soon as it's over. So it's, no, you know, I just I'm going in. Well, I'm going in extremely disappointed with two of the people. So they can it can only get better. I li- I like yours. Yours is almost like you're trying to reform them in a way. <laughs> Let's learn some lessons. It's a prison. <laughs> All right. Hey, but, yes. I, I just tried to Google Megan the Stallion. Yeah, he made that name up. Right. I didn't know if it was Megan M A Stallion or the Megan T H Dance. She's literally like you know the biggest um, rap female rap star other than Cardi B in the world. I've never heard that for name real? before in my life. Yeah. For real. Yeah, I'm, I guess we're old. That's we're, not on. We're that's not on. You me. guys, you Megan guys have v heard her Stallion, songs. I swear. Huh? Yeah, you guys have heard her songs. They're everywhere. There's no chance that you wouldn't recognize. Probably not it. in my house. You want to get? Give me Foxy Brown. That's a oh, female wait, rapper. Hold on, Keisha is now <laughs> rapping in the background, so she's heard of her. All right, D, D with yeah. an extra E. You know, T H E E. Yeah, I'm sure her given name. Before we get to Wes's final thought and uh, what's on his radar, I'm going to spin through it real quick. Sessler, Baldwin, Godot, Michael Irvin, Giannana. Giannana? Giannina. I, call, I just call Giannina. her Giannana. Connie Fox, Questlove, Tina Love, uh, Tina Fey, <laughs> Mich- Michelle Obama, Mark Ingram, Wes, Ricky Williams, uh, the chef guy. What's his name? Francis Mullman. Francis Mullman, Issa Rae, Chrissy Teigen. A little bit of a trouble spot there for potentially. Uh, Zeus or Hater, Grohl, Jenna Fisher, Fitzmagic, Greg, uh, Padma, Lucinda, Megan Mustallion, Teddy Bridgewater, Ricky, Taylor Swift, Kate McKinnon, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Matt Ryan. Maybe we'll do some type of social thing, Ricky. Find mm. out who has the best uh, foursome. Mm, that's great. Love that. Yeah, Greg, Greg could put it together since he like knows what does best on social. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I miss you. All right, so. Wes. All right, Wes. Uh, you you got something that's on your mind. So it's time for Chris Wessling, the mailman. What's on his radar? Here's what's on my radar. People, writers in particular, who frequently substitute the word folks for people, humans, citizens, fans, riffraff, whatever, yet have never and would never speak the word in actual conversation. If you don't say the word folks, don't write the word folks. Thank you. (laughs) That's a great one. Wes, is it fair to say that uh, Phil Simms and Chris Collinsworth are playing by your rules? Collinsworth is, I know he's been on your radar for years for being folksy. Well, the irony here, yeah, it's a very Midwestern type saying, isn't it? Hey, folks. Of course. It's Midwestern, it's Southern, and people who actually use it, cool, keep using it. So you think that, let me, let me see if I'm reading the tea leaves here. You, people are co-opting what is your region's colloquial term for... You know, good well, people. There's two things going on here. Writers get tired of using the same word over and over again, so you don't want to say people every time. So I get that. And the second thing that's going on is you're trying to act like somebody you're not. You you don't say the word folks, so just leave it out of your vocabulary altogether. It's sort of like when people say that a player inked a deal. Like, get out of here with that. Also, signal caller. Really? No. <laughs> I get it. Wow, guilty I have a lot of, of triggers. Of those, but- we we do say signal caller though, because you just run out of things to say. We use, we use signal caller. Field general out loud. Field, Field general. general is, is, ta- is that's, just a that's tad ridiculous. <laughs> Field general. You have one, Mark. I don't know if you've been using it lately, but um, I've worked with you so long that I've read enough of your copy that you had one. It was a, a description for either a quarterback or a running back. It was like a, a hurler, or do you have some type of little I mean, outside-the-box yeah, descriptor? No, I've called it quarterback, all those things, because it's like you, you when you're in one of these stories where, to Greg's point, <laughs> you're using the word quarterback 17 or 18 times. I, I find myself, when I look back at some old stuff I've written, which is rare, I'm like, what the heck was going through the body and the system <laughs> when I decided to use that ultra-cheesy word like hurler? I mean, it's just embarrassing. So, you know, Mia culpa. I don't know. Oblong catapulter, you know, (laughs) third year oblong catapulter. Flinger, please. It's like a baseball sports writer from 1877. (laughs) The hurler, see? All right. Good one. Connie, you've said it all. You've came and you've done it. I love you guys. I miss you so much. It's almost like we're hanging out. I'm trying to hug you through the camera. It's not quite working. It kind of looks like you're trying to choke us. <laughs> that too. <laughs> it's like kids in the hall. All right. Check out Colleen. She's all over NFL Network right now. And a reminder to everyone, tomorrow, Friday, no podcast. Instead, it's the return of the Around the NFL Twitter show. Uh, it's You know what? It's kind of a, a trial run. We're going to see how it goes, how we like it, uh, how you guys like it. Uh, but we're going to put together a show that we think is going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be live on Twitter at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. over in the U.K. So check it out. I sent out a prompt earlier today, a mailbag prompt. So if you want to send in a question or send in a comment or anything you want, a video, a meme, what, whatever, do that. And we will uh, we might address it on the show. So check it out. You're on the NFL Twitter show uh, tomorrow, Friday. Any other final thoughts, everybody? Hopefully not a trial that leads or ends in a death penalty for us, which is another possible scenario. Mm. Well, for you. Sides of the coin. Continue or don't continue. For you, or, potentially. Mark. I just hope none of us end up you know, in the, sitting in the corner of Mark's basement by the end of this. Day. You don't want to be there. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, we will now talk privately about whether we can keep in the Gal Gadot stuff and protect Mark <laughs> legally, uh, or if it will go off as is. But thank you to everybody for listening. This is Dan Hansis signing off for The Quiet Storm, Connie Fox, the mailman, the old boss, and Rick Hollywood in her old apartment. Till Friday, check out the Twitter show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.